With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to the Fourth Watch Prophetic Prayer. Uh, This morning, I want us to read uh, concerning Moses. Uh, I'm looking for the chapter here. Um, uh, in the book of Moses. I'm sorry, in the book of Exodus. I think it's chapter 24. Uh, one moment here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I was thinking uh, this morning uh, about the scripture where the Lord was calling uh, Moses to draw near. Um, And I believe that's what the Lord is calling us to do even the more, is to draw near to his presence. Um, And I am still setting up the line. So forgive me, give me another moment here as I get that set up and find the scripture. Hallelujah. Moses, uh, as we know, Moses is um, was a type and shadow of Christ. Um, and God gave him the instructions uh, concerning building the tabernacle. Um, and uh, this the tabernacle uh, represents uh, the house of God and the things of God. And uh, there are specific instructions that God gave him uh, as it relates to entering into that tabernacle. Uh, so this is always a good old, uh, a study uh, for us to understand uh, what God was saying. Uh, we'll be probably looking at that a little bit more. Uh, but let's just look, uh, take a few moments and look at uh, this. Um, Exodus chapter 24, and we'll just read a small portion of it uh, this morning. Exodus chapter 24, starting with verse 12. Exodus chapter 24, uh, verse 12. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mount and be there. Amen. Uh, I believe that's what the Lord is saying unto us to come up, come up into the presence of the Lord uh, and spend some time uh, with the Lord God Almighty. He said to Moses, come up into the mount, and he said, be there. Uh, And that goes back to that place of what we were talking about uh, on Monday uh, related to abiding come up to there, and then he said, be there. That's a place of abiding, a place of resting, he said, and be there. And I will give thee 
tables of stone and a law and commandments, which I have written that thou mayest teach them. Now, uh, for those, uh, well, for all of us, for believers, uh, uh, we ought to come into uh, the presence of the Lord. The mount is representative of the presence uh, uh, of the Lord God Almighty and be and abide there. And in that place, God gives instructions. Uh, If you are looking for instructions for anything, um, whether that be, you know, what's my next job, uh, what's my next house, uh, who is my husband, um, you know, whatever, what's my next move, anything that you are seeking the Lord about, there needs to be that place of abiding, uh, that place that needs to be all the time. But particularly when you're trying to get instructions, we have to come into the courts of heaven, the council of God, to hear what God is saying on the matter. And so he said to Moses uh, to come up uh, and be there, and I will give thee tablets of stone and a law and commandments, uh, which I have written that thou mayest teach them. So the next piece of that is definitely if you are going to be teaching or giving instructions to others, then you very, very definitely, we have to spend uh, that time in the presence of the Lord. Verse 13, and Moses rose up in his minister, Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. Amen. Uh, verse 14, and he said unto the elders, tarry ye here for us until we come again unto you. Um, and behold, Aaron and Ur are with you, and if any man have any manners to do, let him come unto them. Now, there's a little point right there, as we see, as Moses uh, goes up to the mountain uh, to uh, follow the instructions of the Lord. He takes uh, his uh, assistant or his minister uh, with, with him, who is Joshua, and we know that Joshua later goes on to be the leader uh, of the children of Israel, but he takes him with them. But even as we read further, as you study further, you'll see that there's only to a certain point uh, that he comes. And there is revelation even in that, that, you know, uh, that you can take people with you to a point, uh, but there's only a certain point. And at that point, there's a point or a time where it has to just be you and God. It's you and God. And so we have to keep that that clear as well. Verse 14, and Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount. Amen. That's the Shekinah. Hallelujah. A cloud covered uh, there. Uh, when you see uh, that word, the covering and the cloud, uh, often it is required. Uh, um, representative of the word um, uh, Shekinah. And Shekinah, of course, again, the name that the Lord gave us in our ministry, Shekinah, uh, representing is a Hebrew word uh, that represents the manifest or the tangible presence uh, of God, the dwelling presence. Uh, Shekinah means the place that God has settled, the place where God dwells. Hallelujah. So the Shekinah is the glory cloud. When he got up there, it says that Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain and settled there. God was 
tabernacle there in that particular area. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. Now, up and before uh, before that time, now Moses is about to build uh, a tabernacle for God. And when Moses builds the tabernacle, then we will find that the Shekinah tabernacles or dwells in the Holy of Holies. Amen. In the uh, Holy of Holies is where uh, the presence of the Lord is. Uh, before that time, now Moses is going up and he's tabernacling there uh, in that particular area. Now, of course, we know at the very, very beginning, when we look at the book of uh, Genesis and we see Adam, we see that God and man uh, dwell together. Really, the, the, the presence of the Lord was everywhere. The presence of the Lord was in the garden of Eden, and there was direct interaction at uh, all times. We know by that scripture where Adam, uh, the Bible said, and the spirit of the Lord walked uh, when Adam was walking in there in the evening in the cool of the day. So the presence of the Lord was was there at all times in that particular area, and it was the Garden of Eden, and the Garden of Eden was not the entire world, okay? The Bible says that uh, the Lord placed Adam in the Garden of Eden, and we know that when he failed, God put him out of the Garden of Eden. So in that closed place is where God tabernacle where that presence was. And so here Moses is going up to the mountain, and God is about to give him instruction. Uh, verse 15 again, and Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount, and the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. He's still talking about the Shekinah, the presence of the Lord. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. So now the children of Israel are down at the base of the mountain. And so they are looking at uh, the presence of the Lord from a distance. And it says from them down, when they looked up, what they saw uh, was uh, uh, fire. It looked like fire, what they saw uh, from the foot of the mountain. Uh, But uh, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm prayerful. Are you all able to hear me clearly? Just want to make sure. Are you able to hear me? Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right. Um, Having a little bit of technical difficulty here. So sorry. Um, So now... Uh, the children of the of Israel were at the base of the mountain. So this is interesting to see. So when they looked at the glory, it looked like fire. But Moses, they were up there in the glory, and it looked like a cloud. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Just a little point. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain. It's important that he said, in the eyes of the children of Israel. But when Moses was there, it was a cloud. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud, and he got up into the mount, and Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, 
speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and ram skin, dyed red, badger skin, and shittim wood, all for the light spices, for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, uh, onyx stones, stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary. Now, this is interesting that, that the Lord gave the him, uh, Moses, instructions that in the building of the temple that the people we're supposed to bring the things uh, to build the temple. Uh, and God still says that even on today because it's a place where he dwells, but it belongs really uh, to the people, the meeting place uh, of God. It's God's place, and he wanted the people to have a part of it. So he said, have them to bring these things so that I can build what I want. And so verse 8, it says, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. This is one of the statements or verses that I want us to look at, uh, and it's connected to that place on Monday where we were talking about the abiding place and the and the, the necessity of us abiding in, in God, abiding in Christ. And uh, we talked about that that word means to dwell. It means to tabernacle. It means to stay there. It's not just the end and out. Now, we all know the necessity of us establishing a place for our prayer life. Uh, and uh, if you've been to any of our trainings, you know I've talked in the past about building an altar, uh, establishing an altar. And when uh, we talk about that, we're not talking about uh, uh, wood and and stone and uh, fire and those types of things in the natural. We're talking about establishing a meeting place with God. Uh, when I've discussed that, it's establishing a place where you commune with your God, where we commune with the Father. He said, let them make me a sanctuary. God has always wanted that place with the people of God where he could fellowship, where he could commune, where he could spend time uh, with us and be one with us from the very beginning, as I said, Adam and Eve, they dwelled in a place with uh, with God without borders, if I could put it like that. And then when sin happened, there was a separation. And so God starts building back to that place where he can be one with the people. And we know that we are so privileged, praise the Lord God Almighty, that we are in the season that God does no longer live in tents or in buildings, but the Bible said, behold, God, tabernacle with man, hallelujah. And so we can get revelation when we look at Moses and we look at the construction of the tabernacle and how Moses entered in to the tabernacle. It gives us some revelation even into establishing that relationship with the Lord and entering into the presence of God. He said, Exodus chapter 24, 25, verse 8, and let them 
make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Amen. According to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make. Amen. Now, I'll just expound a minute, and then we'll go ahead and uh, go into prayer. Uh, we used to, in the past, uh, do uh, a, um, a demonstration of the tabernacle, and there was uh, prophetic uh, and spiritual uh, symbolism and significance to that because when we did that demonstration, uh, we actually physically took the people through the tabernacle from the entrance into the gate uh, because, again, there's symbolism, uh, meaning there's uh, a great, great significance uh, when these things happen because uh, as Moses constructed and completed the tabernacle uh, and with all of the instructions of God at the entrance of the gate in the entrance of the tabernacle being the outer court when the people came in uh, there uh, when um, uh, if you were to see the construction of the tabernacle from and of course they didn't have airplanes but just for an example if you would look down and look at the structure of the tabernacle the tabernacle was laid out like a cross uh, the power God is so awesome in all of his doings, even when he was constructing this, uh, it has symbolism leading to the cross. Everything is leading to Jesus, to the cross. And so the very foot of the tabernacle was like at the foot of the cross. Amen. So when people came in, it represents even now when we come in, we come in at the feet of Jesus. We have to come in. Uh, the door of the tabernacle represented Jesus. Uh, the only way in, the only way, even the construction of the way the tabernacle was laid out, there was no entry, nowhere around that tabernacle except for at that front, which was the feet of Jesus. You couldn't come in any other way. And we know that that's the same thing for us today, that there's no other way to get to God than at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. I love this um, uh, study. I love uh, looking at that, the research, and even the demonstration of that, that as we come in, and then it begins to talk about in the outer court, as the people came in, they had to go by the brazen labor, which means they had to come in and wash and do all of these different things and uh, burn sacrifice. And so there is a whole teaching that, that uh, we've done in that particular area, how we have to come in come through the uh, one place, which is through Jesus, come through the feet of Jesus. Uh, we uh, deal with uh, uh, the sin uh, as we come in, and then we're cleansed at the brazen level, which represents the water, uh, the word, uh, where we wash, and on and on and on. So there's no way I can cover all of that uh, this morning, but we, we have booklets and information uh, in relation to that. But the whole point of the tabernacle was a pathway that would lead us to the presence of the Lord. And in the tabernacle, at the very end of that tabernacle and all of the things that they had to go through, uh, the sacrifice 
that they had to do when they came in. They had to bring a sacrifice. When we come into the presence of the Lord, what do we do? The sacrifice of praise. He said, enter my gates with thanksgiving. Come into my courts with praise. So there's a sacrifice. They had to bring a literal lamb, a bull, or animal, and it had to be slaughtered, and it had to be sacrificed. We come in, we get praises, and we bring our sacrifices of praise. Do we kill an animal or bull? No, but we have to crucify the flesh. Amen. And so all of the steps uh, took them to the place of the Holy of Holies. In the Holy of Holies, which was the third chamber, you had the outer court, you had the inner court, but the Holy of Holies is the place that only the high priest went in, and that was the place that God tabernacle. That was the place where the Shekinah abode uh, in the night uh, when the, the enemies of the children of Israel would try to spy out and come to attack the children of Israel as long as they saw the fire over the Holy of Holies. As long as they saw the fire in the night, they knew they couldn't touch them. They knew they couldn't come up on the camp because God was going to smoke them. So that's symbolism for us as long as the fire is burning. Hallelujah. You know, the scripture tells us in Leviticus, he said that the fire shall forever be burning. It shall never go out. And that fire now, because we house, we are the tabernacle, the temple of God, and we house the Shekinah. We house the glory of God. He dwells with us. He lives in our human spirit, the Holy Spirit is housed on the inside, and as long as the fire is burning, it should never go out. It should never go out. We should always have the fire of the Holy Ghost burning in our bellies, over our lives, and the enemy will spot that fire and know they can't be touched. Hallelujah. So we got to keep the fire burning, and uh, there's so much around that uh, that we have taught on and could teach on what does that even represent, the fire. We know that's the Holy Ghost. We know that we're in a relationship with him, and the fire got to stay there. How do you keep the fire going? You stay in communion. You stay in prayer. You keep the word going. Uh, you stay in your study with the word of God. You keep your prayer time in place, and not only do you do all of those things, but you obey his instructions. That's what keep it burning, is that you obey whatever the God, uh, the Lord instructs us to do. Uh, so uh, the Lord was telling them to build him a tabernacle so he might dwell. He wants to abide with us. And as I just mentioned a moment ago about that altar, uh, building uh, that altar, that is the initial place. And uh, we're moving on. That was the that is the initial place. What do I mean by that? When you establish that altar, how do you establish your altar? Set a time with God. Allow God to set a time with you, you know. And I mentioned this on Monday uh, that often the enemy is trying to dislocate us. He wants to move us out of our place of intimacy, out of our place of communion with him. That's his first attempt to take you uh, into warfare, 
Uh, that's his first attempt to come and steal the goods, is to relocate you from your place, your first place with God, your first place in the presence of the Almighty God. He wants to move you from that. But when you're establishing that altar, you set a time with God. You meet with him. Your meeting place, that's when you're building this place. Wherever your meeting place is with God in your home, uh, you set a place. This is the beginning uh, uh, there. You build that place. You meet with God. You come to him at the same time. In your meeting place, you talk to God. You offer sacrifices. What is the sacrifices? Not bulls and goats. Praises. Uh, uh, offering unto the, God, uh, the Lord. Worshiping him. Uh, you come in and you uh, uh, get rid of your sins. You repent. You do all of those things. You worship him. You read the word. You come to the brazen labor. What is that? You read the word. The word is the washing. It's the cleansing. According to, according to Ephesians five, the word is the uh, the washing of the word. It's the cleansing. That's what cleanses us. Amen. Jesus said in the book of John chapter fifteen, "You are cleansed by my word." It's the word that cleanses us. It's the word. Uh, the Bible says, "How does a man turn uh, from his defilement, or from his, how do a man become cleansed or pure?" He says, "By hearkening." unto the word. So it's the word that keep us cleansed. It's the word that, that washes us. Jesus came, he put his uh, thing, towel on, and he washed their disciples' feet. Jesus is the word every day. Your feet, you got to keep clean. Every day, we got to be in the word of God. It's the word that clean. It's the word that keep us from being uh, defiled, that keep us purified. Because when you come in the word, it's a mirror. And we see ourselves and we see our errors. We see our faults and we repent. So we establish that altar. We come in, we pray, we, we read the word, we do these things, and we are consistent. We don't miss our appointment with God. Somebody say, God, have mercy on us that we don't miss our appointment. You don't miss your appointment with the God of all God, the God of the universe. The great I am wants to meet with you, and we have an appointment. We cannot miss our appointment appointment with the Most High God. And as you consistently establish your meeting place with God, keep your appointment time with God, you are building an altar. And as that altar is being built and being established, you are establishing a place in the spirit so that now over a time, the more you do that, you come more and more in fellowship with the most high God. And that fellowship and that place of communion, you begin to carry the altar. Amen. We start off with a place that we establish in our home or wherever that you pray and you maintain that consistency. And in that place, God speaks to us. God talk to you. God give you instructions. And then you become even the more familiar with the voice of God, with the ways of God. And as you begin to move throughout the day, you don't break fellowship just because you came out of your prayer room. Hallelujah. You don't break fellowship just because you closed the Bible. No, you become the living Bible. And everywhere you go, you're in communion with God. How are you in communion? How are you taking the altar? Because as you go, when God speaks, you do what he say right then. You do, you follow his instruction. When he say, don't go 
this way, go that way, you do that. When he say go over there and tell this young lady that I'm concerned about her, you do that. The more you obey him and do what he instructs you to do, that's fire. Keep blazing. Every time the Lord says, I'm calling you on a fast, you cannot eat, and I want you to come aside with me, and you obey, the blaze of the altar comes up another notch. Every time God tells us to do something and we quickly obey, and the more we obey when it's a sacrifice, when it hurts your flesh, honey, when you want to tell somebody off that is not handling you right, and the Lord says, zip it, don't say a word, and you zip your mouth, it kills your flesh, baby, but the fire, the blaze come up another notch. So if we will obey God, the fire of the Holy Ghost will be all over us. You want the fire of God? You want fire to be on your words, on your mouth, on your preaching, around your life? Obey the Most High God. Keep your altar. Keep that fire burning. Obey the instruction. Live a holy life. Do what God say. Live the word to the best of your ability by the power of the living God and stay in that communion and the fire will be all over you. And when you show up, guess what will show up? The fire will show up. And every place you go, it will show up on the job. It will show up in your home. It will show up in the department store, in the grocery store. You become a carrier of the fire. Carrier of the fire of God. Hey, Messiah. Hallelujah. God has given us the instruction. He's given us the pathway to be the carriers of the fire. So when people see us, Hallelujah. They see the fire burning, just like the enemies out in the uh, wilderness saw the children of Israel and saw that fire, that Shekinah uh, over uh, that tabernacle, they'll see that fire over your head, over your life. They may not understand it, but they'll know God. They'll know something different about this one right here. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we must keep that uh, that place, our meeting place, because that is, if I can put it like this, that is the initiation. That is the beginning point of being a carrier of the glory, the beginning point of staying with God. How can you obey God? How can you hear the voice of God? How can you know it's God? You're going to know him because you built an altar in your house. You built an altar by staying in the word of God, the reading of the word, the studying of the word. The Holy Ghost said, I'm going to bring all things to your remembrance. He can't bring it to your remembrance if you hadn't built an altar in your home and began to feast on the word of God. He's going to bring it back to your remembrance throughout the day. Throughout the day, you're in fellowship, and you don't break communion. Don't break your fellowship with God. I don't care how hateful nobody is. Amen. Selah, I don't care what's happening around you. Don't you break your uh, communion or your fellowship with God. I don't care what they're doing around you. If it's disturbing your peace, move from around them. But you carry, you're a carrier of the presence of the Almighty God. You're a carrier of that altar, of that place of communion while you're at the job, sitting at the desk, everybody talking, chewing gum, eating chicken, and you talking to the Father right in the midst of them. Amen. 
amen, your mouth may not be open, but you've learned how to commune with the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm excited about that, that God has given us and chosen us as a people in this season, as a people that not only, you know, that don't have to go into the wilderness to get in a tent, that he's chosen us, that he's going to dwell with us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. So the presence of the Lord is on the inside, and we must respect and honor the God that is in us, that we don't do anything to disrespect or dishonor him throughout the day. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Glory to God. That was uh, the book of Exodus this morning, Exodus chapter 24, uh, verses 12 uh, to the end of that chapter, and then a portion of chapter 25, Exodus 24, verses 12 through 18, and then verse 25, uh, 1 through 9 is where we were reading on uh, this morning. Amen, amen. As I said, there is some material that we have on the tabernacle. Uh, there's actually a manual. Uh, I think it may be on, I'm not sure if it's on the website, but there's a manual uh, related to the tabernacle and those instruments and the different parts and what they represent. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. Oh, my God, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you, God. You're so good to us. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for opening up our eyes. Thank you for insight. Thank you for speaking to us, God. Thank you, Father, for the glory of the Lord. We worship him. We honor you, God. We sense you, Father, even in our reading, our discussion. We sense you, God, because you want us in the presence. You want us to abide. You want to dwell. You want a tabernacle with us, God. And, Father, we want you even the more, God. Help us, instruct us, lead us, direct us, God, that we do nothing, Father, to frustrate the grace and the glory of God, that we do nothing to cause your presence to lift, Father. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for the word. Thank you for revelation. Open up our eyes. Instruct each one of them. Give them direction. Give them revelation. Show them, Father, what you're saying, Father, in the word, in right here in this book, God, concerning that construction. God, we know that the Old Testament is a type and a shadow of the things to come, Father, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for revelation. We thank you for revealing. We thank you for showing us, God. In even the keys, God, the keys of knowledge, Father, that you have given us, keys of instructions to come on in into the secret place of the Most High, keys that will unlock the ekomande, you've given us keys to unlock, unlock the secret place of the Most High, keys that bring us into a deeper place in you, Father. Lord, keys of the word, keys of knowledge, Father. You're giving us revelation that keys is not a natural key, Father. It's a gift in the spirit to open up. It's the word, it's revelation. You said to Peter that you give him keys to the kingdom. You give him keys. You said in other places, Father. 
Father. Keys, Father, to knowledge, God. In the name of Jesus, it unlocks, it gives instructions, it gives revelation. So we receive keys on this morning that will unlock us. That will unlock new places of revelation. I hear you, Father. You're giving keys. That will open. It's opening, opening places in the spirit. We receive keys this morning in the spirit, Father. Keys to come in deeper, to go into another place in the spirit, in another place of revelation. Keys to worship. That with even worship is the key. We thank you for the keys this morning, Father, in the spirit that will show us how to unlock, unlock the reservoirs of heaven, unlock. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Keys unlock, unlock things in the heaven. There's keys that unlock revelation. There's keys that unlock miracles from the heaven. There are keys that unlock treasures of heaven. We receive the keys. I receive keys this morning that will instruct and open up places where miracles happen. Keys that will unlock, Father, treasures not only in the heaven, but when the treasures of heaven are open, then the treasures in the earth open up. Ah, Messiah, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you for the keys of heaven. We thank you for the keys of the kingdom. Revelation right there, Father. For every caller and every listener that you will show us which key open what, God. The keys of worship that open one access. The keys of warfare that open another access. The keys of the word, the sword, that are open up something else, God. But God, you are helping us to move in a place where we're tabernacle, where we become a living altar. And as we become an altar, we become the key. Father, we thank you this morning, even for making us the key, that when we show up, gates open, doors open, avenues open. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you for revelation. That will give answers, answers, those that are looking for answers. In the Those that are looking for answers in the spirit. We thank you for the key this morning. That gives revelation insight. 
we thank you that it is so, Father. We praise and bless and we honor you that it is so, Father. So, Father, we thank you for fire now. We thank you for fire, Holy Ghost fire. Fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost will burn off God right here in the spirit. Those, Father, that are having problems in their prayer life, I see you. We lose fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost that will burn off everything that shackled you, that will burn off everything that came to dislocate you, that will burn off everything that come to move you. The fire of the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost fire. We lose fire right there in the spirit. The burn off them chains, burn off them ropes. In the spirit this morning, Father, Holy Ghost fire. We cry out this morning a fresh baptism of the fire. Those that have lost their prayer language, those that are not even feel fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost upon your head now. Upon your tongue now. Upon your belly, wake up the Fakaboa. Stirring this morning in our bellies, the fire, the fire, the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost fire, stir us up. We call for fire this morning over our prayer lives, God. Angels now coming to assist. Angels coming to assist those that have been moved out of the prayer closet. Angels come to shift now. Move them back into place, God. Help from the sanctuary. Angels come to hold them in their ground. Hold them in their place. And we lose the fire, God, against every demon force that have come to move and take their voice. Push them out. A wall of fire. Rock-a-tap. 
Rakatarabakata that'll push out anything that come to circumcise. Rakatarabakata for the way of the enemy. Rakatarabakatarabaka, a wall of fire that'll push out anything that'll get too close to our border. Zekataraba, Rakatarabakatarama, in the Masitelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
lift you this morning up out of the treasury places. I come to lift you out of the places where darkness have been. I come to lift you out of the places where you've been dry. It's a lift this morning. The angels are here. Oh, my. In the angle of 
Leba Aya, and the Lebo Ungelebo Yalama Aya. We worship and honor you for the place of restoration. He candle Oboshiela and the Otielama Aya. Hallelujah, Jesus. How you thank you for restoration. Hallelujah, Jesus. How we thank you for bringing us back to the altar of prayer, God. Kunde Eboshanda to the meeting place with God. Over the body of Christ, and they 
restoration now, God. I thank you for a rallying this morning. I thank you for an arising. Let the sound of the glory go out. Let the sound of the glory. Let it go out over the earth, God. Let the sound of the glory. Wake up the body of Christ. Let the sound of the glory. Those that's been oversleeping. Let the sound of the glory. Those that have come out the prayer room altogether. Let the glory. Let it go out and join in the spirit, God. The sound of the glory. All over the globe, God. The sound of your glory. There's a sound in the spirit. The sound of the glory. It's the sound of a sofa that calls the people to assembly. The sound of the glory. Let it go out over the people, God. All over the region, God. Awake, awake to the glory. Awake, awake to your Father. Awake, awake, come back to God. Awake, awake, a returning in the spirit now. Returning in the spirit. Returning in the spirit. We thank you for the anointing to return in the spirit. It's going out over the earth, God. It's calling back the backslider of God. The sound of the glory. It's going out over the earth, God. It's drawing men and women back to you. We thank you. We praise you, God. We thank you and we praise you for doing it. We thank you and we praise you, our God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 God. The glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord. All over, all over, God. The glory of the Lord. I thank you for it, God. I see the body waking up, God. I see members that have been pulled to sleep, God. I see members that have come away from the prayer room. I see members that are even in the pulpit, but they come away from the prayer room, but you're calling them again. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that they sense the glory, God. I see they're turning back to you now, God. They're rebuilding the altar again, God. They're reestablishing the altar again. The altar been pulled down, but they're reestablishing their altar again. The meeting place with you, God. There's an anointing right there in the spirit to reestablish the altar of God, to reestablish your communion with God, to reestablish your place with your God. We thank you and we praise you for it. We praise and we bless you, our God. We honor and we adore you, our Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, glory, God. We worship and adore you, Father. 
bring order. Everything else will follow. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all of these things shall be added. Seek ye first. Order comes now because you come back to my face. Means so many ease. Ease now. Hallelujah, Father. How we thank you and we praise you, Father. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father. Thank you for that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the fire. Thank you for instructions. Thank you for placement. Thank you for lifting us. Thank you, Father. Thank you for restoration, Father. How we praise you, even for the change of our language. How we thank you and we praise you. We bless and we honor you, great God. We bless and we honor your name, Father. Thank you for the blood of Jesus all over us, Father, all around about. No weapon form will be able to prosper. Covered and hidden, hidden, Father, hidden in the secret place, covered in the blood of Jesus all over, all around about us, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all of the praise, God. We give you all of the honor, our Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray, Father. It's in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, great God. We praise you and bless and honor you. We magnify you. We give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, men In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you for the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of our leaders, the blood over the president, the blood over the cabinet, the blood, Father, over the leaders, the world leaders. We bind the hand in the plan and stratagems of the enemy, the blood of Jesus. We loose the blood. We thank you for angels that guard America, that guard the earth. The earth is yours. The earth is the Lord. Thank you for the angels on post, in position, no weapon form. It will not be able to prosper. We thank you, and we praise you, our God. We bless and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. We'll go ahead and open the line now for uh, individual uh, prayer requests. Uh, If there are any individual. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I would like prayer. Um, just thinking God on some direction this morning. Um, so I ask for your prayers. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
We thank you, Father, your word says the steps of a good man. They are ordered and directed of the Lord. So, Father, we thank you for ordering directing her steps, Father. God, we know that we can devise our plan, but it's the Lord that directs our steps. So, Father, even if she's asked for prayer, she's surrendered in asking that you would direct her, that you would lead her, and you would guide her. So, Father, we thank you for revelation. Thank you for uncovering. Thank you for giving her instruction. Thank you for directing her by your spirit. We bind confusion. We bind counterfeit. We bind false winds and false that come to take her off path, that come to take her off in uh, directions that's not of you. Everything that's a subtle, every counterfeit spirit, every uh, deceptive spirit, we bind it from her path, from around about her in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that she hear your voice and the voice of a stranger. She will not follow that. We thank you for heightening her sensitivity that she know you like never before. God, it's your word. You say your sheep know your voice in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for clarity and peace, Father. Even your word says in Isaiah, it says you shall be led forth in peace. And so I thank you, Father, that even as a movement comes, even as she go forth, your words that will move and will be led forth in peace. So I thank you that peace will be an umpire even for her soul and as she is led forth in you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you that it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Any other amen. prayer requests? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> James said he needs prayer for strength to mow the yard when he come in from work. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said you're concerned about anything and everything that concerns us. Father, he is requesting strength to do the things that needs to be done, even at his home, in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we just agree with him, Father, and we thank you for the power of agreement, for strengthening, for endowment, Father, over that literal body that he'll be able, Father, even after the full job, to do what needs to be done. We thank you, Father. You strengthen Elijah. You strengthen the legs of Elijah such, God, that he was out, uh, able to outrun a chariot. So if you could strengthen his legs to outrun a chariot, surely you can uh, strengthen the man of God to mow the lawn. So, Father, we thank you, and we believe and accept it to be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Any other prayer requests? And I need prayer for strength. Yes. Also. Um, I'm requesting prayer, please. Amen. I heard someone just before you uh, that, that they're requesting strength, and I'll, I'll come right back to you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, that you will strengthen also the woman of God. Let the breath and the wind of God come upon her, around her, and about her, strengthen her in her goings and her comings, Father. Strengthen her in the spirit, her spirit, her soul, and her body, Father, the breath and the wind of God all over, all over their home, God, in the name of Jesus, life and strength and the glory of God all over, all around about. We praise you and we bless and we honor you and we decree it to be so now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I heard you say you're requesting prayer. Did you have a specific request? Yes, um, I'm requesting prayer for direction and for God to open some doors for me. Um, I still struggle with workers' comp, and they are giving me such a round 
of trying not to take care of the uh, medicals that they need to do and the compensation. And I just need God to move mightily. Like they're trying to write off some stuff. I got injured on the job, and they know this. And I need God to just move and fix this situation. Amen. Amen, Father. We just agree right there in the spirit, Father, that your hand uh, of compassion even, compassion, compassion, uh, right there in the spirit where I see faces harden against her. God, but we know that your face is most important. So, God, we ask for compassion, uh, uh, mercy to compass, encompass around about her. Let the mercy of God divinely intervene in this situation. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood over her and around about her. Give her instructions. Give her directions, Father. Show her, God, the door, the door and the key that will unlock what it is that you have for her. Don't let her miss any door. Don't let her miss the route that you would have this thing to come to pass. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for revelation, revelation, opening up, letting her see like never before your path, your hand. Where's your hand? Give her an eye to see in the spirit, to know where your hand. What is your hand up on, God? How will you use to bring this thing to the glory of you, Father? How will you use to be a blessing? You show her the different avenues and show her the door that you are standing at. And as she choose that door, God, we thank you that everything else will come in alignment. You know everything, Father. We don't know the way. You know the way, Father, whatever that is. Workers' comp, God, whatever you're saying, retirement, God, whatever you're saying, movement, God, to another place, whatever you're saying, it's what you're saying. Make that plain to her. And as she shifts in the door that you have set before her, in the right door, everything else will follow behind. So, Father, I thank you for the love of God that you have for her and the mercy, Father, and the peace, peace right there, right there from the war, from the battle, from the struggle of the years. Father, I thank you for your healing balm, even for the love of God. Pour in love in her heart, in the place where she's had to fight and war for so long, Father. Soften her, tenderize by your power, by your glory. Let the oil of the Holy Ghost pour in, go into the wounds from words, from rejection, from hardness, God. Let the oil of the Holy Spirit go in and soften her, tenderize. Loose your love all over her and around about her, Father, and I thank you. I thank you, God, that it is so and that you have done it and that you've heard her prayer cry and you've heard our petition, and it is so now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Thank you, Father. I would like to request prayer for my brother that had surgery about a week and a half ago, and he's yet in ICU. He had a mass in his stomach that was cancerous, so we're just praying that God will just heal. Amen. Father, we just thank you now. We know that you are Jehovah Rapha. Uh, your word says that you are the Lord God that healeth thee. The healing the healing anointing. Ah, we lose your healing power, God, right there in the colon, in the stomach. Restore, repair. Everything that's out of order, bring it back in order. 
Every cancerous cell be dissolved now. There is no distance in the spirit. So, Father, you said we will lay hands. And as a point of contact on this line, we come in agreement. There is no distance. We lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So, Father, we thank you for the anointing of recovery over his life now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for an increase and a speed up of recovery. Pain go. Tissues be mended. Come back in alignment. Come back in order. Hormones, uh, chemicals, uh, balance. Come back in balance now. Strength, Father. We rebuke and bind weakness, and we speak strength to the body, to the leg, movement, everything functioning back up originally, according to the original order and plan of you, our God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for lifting up the bow down head and strengthening God to feeble near. So we speak life, we speak strength, and we thank you for the healing virtue and the healing anointing virtue is being released now all over that body. And we give you praise and honor for doing it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Any other prayer requests? Bless you, woman of God. Amen. God bless. Praise report. Yeah. I was the one that asked you about praying for my daughter, that God would give yes. her favor uh, with the court system, and God has honored that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory she to God. home well with the children. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Lord. Amen. I have another request for you. Amen. I want you to continue to pray for me and my husband as we continue on doing kingdom work, kingdom building, that God will continue to strengthen us spiritually and naturally so. Amen. Amen. Father, we just agree with the request now, and we know and thank you for the power of agreement. You said if any two or three shall touch and agree as believing anything in the earth, that you, our Father, who's in heaven, would do it for us. So, Father, we agree even this morning for new levels and dimension of strength being released and imparted over their lives, Father. Thank you, Father, for the anointing of the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body, our Father, of the saints, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for lifting them. Lift now, lifting, lifting for the work of the ministry. Lifting, lifting now in the spirit. Father, we thank you for awakening gifts, awakening in the spirit, awakening hunger, desire for you, Father. Even in their time, their secret place of fresh fire, even there this morning as we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that as they Stay in that place of prayer. We thank you for drawing, bringing in the new souls, bringing in those that you have assigned, Father, under their care in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the refreshing, even over the shepherd, the anointing of the shepherd over their lives to nurture, to feed, to develop, to build those in the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that you will feed them, that you will build them, that you will strengthen 
different than them. Thank you, Father, for the word. You said that your servant David, that you have laid help upon him. So we thank you for laying help on them, God, covering them in the spirit, the covering of the almighty God all over, all around about them. Thank you for revelation, instruction, and direction by your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Yes, God bless. Any other prayer requests? Amen. Yes, right. I have a prayer this morning. Um, yes. I'm asking God for uh, direction, uh, what my next assignment is. Um, right. I closed my business, and I I did all that, you know, trying to get time to get closer to God and actually have time for my family. And um, also on my job now, which found out uh, Monday that they're outsourcing a portion of our department. So just trying to trying to see where I need to go, where I need to be. Um, trying to pray and ask God for direction. Amen. So the outsourcing of your department, they've already said that they're, uh, that you won't be there? Is that no, what you're saying? No, there's, right now it's not affecting me directly, but it's a portion of our department, and they just uh-huh. proposed in October, and they're planning on getting something, you know, started in January. But the way I'm looking at it is, if that one goes well, then they're going to move it over to my area as well. So it's another warehouse, and they're going to do probably the same thing with this warehouse if everything goes well. So, Okay. All right. So now I'll just make a little comment there. Um, okay. uh, a couple of things. Uh, you want to know, you know, of course, the will of the Lord. That's what you asked, or the will of the Lord concerning this, um, because, uh, just because they outsource one don't mean that they'll do that. Uh, if you want to stay there and if it's the will of the Lord for you to stay there, they can outsource everybody and leave you. <laughs> so, uh, seriously, seriously. Yes. So don't, uh, and I said that because don't get an agreement that they're going to move you if that's not the will of God because God's right. will shall prevail. Amen. Amen. So that's what we want is the perfect will of God. Uh, and so, Father, right here in the name of Jesus, God, we ask that you would reveal and make plain to the woman of God what you are saying to her in this season. In the name of Jesus, Father, we know that we don't have to be caught unawares. And, God, we know that we live by the Spirit. You said the just shall live by faith. So, God, we know we can call those things that be not as though they were. But, Father, if you are preparing her and letting her know that a shift is coming, that one thing, but if that is not the case, God, you make it plain to her that she'll stand her ground, and she'll call those things that be not as though they were in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, right there, you know everything. Everything is open to your eyes. You see and you know the whole world, Father, in the name of Jesus. So we ask this morning that you would give her a word of knowledge. You would give her a piece of information. You would give her a word of wisdom in the future of your plan, an opening in the spirit that she'll know beyond the shadow of a doubt what you are saying, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Now, Father, I heard her say, God, that she had made plans to spend more time with you, and I sense the anointing, even as she said that, we plead the blood right over her secret time, right over her time in the presence of you, our God. Lord, we thank you for a new weight of the glory, a new place right there in the 
spirit of learning you, of knowing you, of seeking your face. We bind distractions from her secret place. We bind things that would try to dislocate her. We bind everything that looked good but that's not God that would draw her away from the set time that she's a set aside to be with you, Father. We thank you that her feet is glued in the prayer room, God. We thank you, Father, that she'll stay in the time that you called her to come away with you in the mighty name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus all over her, all around her, all about her, Father. Open up ears, open ears, open, open ears in the spirit to hear your voice in the voice of a stranger. She will not follow that. Thank you for settling peace all around about her, God. The peace of God, there is no fear. No fear at all. Perfect love casts out fear. No fear, Father. She trusts you in every way. We thank you that her steps are ordered. You said the steps of a good man is ordered and directed of the Lord. So we thank you for directing her path. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Any other prayer requests? Yes, I would like prayer for my marriage. Um, At this time, me and my husband are separated. Amen. Amen, Father. We just thank you now for the marriage. God, we ask you for divine intervention right there in between the two, Father, the spirit of reconciling. God, your word says in the book of Colossians that you reconcile all things all things by the blood of the cross. So, Father, we thank you for reconciling she to her husband and her husband to her by the blood of the cross, right there in between their conversation, right there in between their communion. Let the blood begin to stand there, the blood of Jesus to begin to speak there. We bind and take authority over the hand of the enemy, all false words, all words that have been spoken in the ears that's not of you, we curse that. Every edict sent out against them, every prayer and chant against their marriage, we bind the hand of it in the name of Jesus. All confusion go, all misunderstanding, we dismiss you this morning in the name of Jesus, and we loose the blood all over them. Peace be still. Restore, God. You are restore of the breach. The breach, whatever breach came, Father, restore that by your spirit and by your power. And we believe it and receive it to be so now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord. We'll take one more prayer request. If there, if there is any other one more prayer request before we end the call. Amen. Amen. Continue to um, give you the announcements uh, coming up. For those that are interested in the Bible school, uh, we will have an open house. It's not the first day of class, but it's an open house on Monday, uh, this Monday coming, which is the 17th. Uh, It is between 2 and 5 uh, p.m. that you can drop in, find out information, uh, see the curriculum, um, ask any questions. Staff will uh, be there, uh, get the information regarding the upcoming class, uh, classes which will start August the 14th in Memphis and August the 17th in Jackson. Uh, on Monday, you can complete your application and go through all of the process if you desire to uh, on that day. Uh, it is not a requirement for those that will be coming 
uh, on the first day on the 14th, uh, but it would be good if you're able to so that you will already have uh, your application and all of your information in. So uh, spread the word to those that you know that have had an interest. Uh, that will be on Monday. Now, for those that may be considering uh, the online course, uh, you can go online. There is a um, place uh, where uh, for the beginning of the classes uh, where you can complete an application. Um, I don't know if they put the link up yet for uh, the online. We'll make sure we get that done. But you can actually go on and register uh, uh, online as well if that is an interest uh, of yours for uh, the first year classes start August the 14th and 17th in Jackson. Uh, for those that are second year that may be interested in returning, those classes will start uh, in September, the week following uh, Labor Day, and those dates, uh, days, the class will be held on uh, Tuesday uh, for those that may be interested in those classes. Now, also for those that uh, God has given you an idea to write a book and um, you need some instructions in bringing it together, putting, um, uh, you know, the order and how to line up things and just what have you, uh, things about publishing, uh, what are the steps that you take, uh, uh, how uh, you prepare your manuscript, different things like that. We're doing a Writer's Guild uh, a workshop on July the 31st, uh, that's on a Monday, uh, you can come in for that class and that you can register online for that uh, if you're interested and if you're one of those that uh, God uh, has given you instructions to write a book in this season. Amen. Some of you, you may know that you have an idea, uh, but... Um, um, perhaps it's not just this season. But if you know it's you, it's this season, you've already started writing and you need some instructions, then this will be a good informational class uh, for you on July uh, the 31st is the day for that. For those that are in the mentorship that have already started, uh, those dates are already out uh, for that, our second session, uh, for those that have been in the group or those that may be starting for the second one and had to miss the first one, uh, that class will be uh, also on this Monday. It's from 6 p.m., starts at 6 o'clock uh, for that uh, next mentorship uh, session. All of uh, those uh, classes will be at um, the ministry. If you have already signed up for the mentorship, you should have received an email with all of the dates uh, concerning uh, upcoming dates concerning those uh, sessions for mentorship. And I think that's it. I don't know if I've left out anything. In the first weekend of uh, August, uh, we will be in uh, Little Rock, uh, Arkansas, the Thursday and the Friday for revival uh, at Praise Temple Ministry uh, under the leadership of Pastor and uh, First Lady Prophetess uh, Loretta Beecham there in Little Rock. So that's August uh, the 3rd and the 4th. Amen. Visit our website if you have not. Sign up on the email. That way, whenever new things come out, we will send you an email alerting you of those uh, events that are coming up. All right. Okay. Uh, well, God. I'm going to say something yeah. else. Uh, on, your, on your prayer time, uh, whenever you, know, you have your prayer time, uh, lift me up. In, your, in prayer, because I forgot to mention, because last Sunday, 
I heard some people met and they had been sweating. And I don't know what they had been anything to do with me being kind of drained or what. Mm-hmm. Only thing you have to do, uh, woman of God, when you come in contact with people like that, you just plead the blood of Jesus, you know, when uh, and when you leave, you bind all transference. That's for all of us. You know, you you have authority to bind and take authority um, over uh, any transference, anything that the enemy would try to do to attach itself to you. Uh, just right. when you're leaving, you know, you're in your car, just say, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over me. I bind anything that tried to attach itself uh, to my life. Amen. So we'll keep uh, you lifted there. Amen. All right. Yes. God bless all of you all. Pray that you have a blessed day. We will be back on Friday morning uh, between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m. We will begin, uh, let me announce that as well, we will begin uh, having sessions uh, live uh, with um, a Periscope. So if you're not on Periscope, I encourage you to go ahead now and join uh, Periscope if you have the app or download the app on your phone. Uh, we will begin doing some uh, teachings and live sessions, tidbits, uh, before this month is out. Uh, so uh, I encourage you to join uh, a download Periscope and begin following me at uh, Dr. Doris Riley. Uh, you will find uh, on Periscope and begin to follow me. And uh, uh, so that you'll be able to take part, uh, there are some teachings that we'll be doing centered around invasion of the glory. Uh, and one of the first subjects that we will start talking about, you don't want to miss, will deal with spiritual assassins, uh, and that deals with things that the enemy uh, spiritually will use uh, to block you from your destiny and to cut you off so that you don't arise and fulfill what God has for you. Uh, So that is the first topic, and we will begin that. I'll give you uh, more dates coming soon. But you want to go ahead and join Periscope and start following me now. And so when we actually start those teachings, you will already be positioned uh, to get that information. Amen. All right. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us this morning. God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.